No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much and welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thanks for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions, but the words of wisdom and the solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to hear it as always. I hope our listeners are doing well today, too. Another great show lined up for us as we give you the information that you need to make an intelligent choice when it comes to your financial decisions. Decisions. Well, Brian, a lot of people are interested in avoiding taxes. You know, the old Beatles song, Tax Man, what was it? Something about 19 for you, one for me. How did that go? There's one for you, 19 you for go. me, because I'm the tax man. Yep. <laughs> and that was back in England. I mean, the tax bracket for somebody making a substantial amount of money in those days was, what, like 90% or something? Well, it was 95. They, they actually did the math on that for that song. 95%. One for you, yeah. 19 for me, uh, because they were getting the 5% and their government was getting 95%, which is 19 twentieths. And so it was one for you, 19 for me. I'm the tax man. So they were actually discussing the actual bracket in their song. In the United States, uh, what has been the highest tax bracket for high earners, or do you even know the answer to that question? 94, but that would have made, uh, 94% was the highest. That would have been a a tougher song to do if they were from America, (laughs) because it'd be... uh, you know, one point oh oh three for for you. Now, doesn't really rhyme that eighteen point nine five for me because I'm the taxman. Yeah, so only CPAs. I'm glad they went to the ninety five bracket that make the song work. 
But, I mean, as we mentioned, I mean, back in the day, Ronald Reagan, I mean, he didn't want to do too much stuff because of the taxes there. And these days, though, the top tax bracket has been lowered a lot, but it's still quite a bit, isn't it? It's still quite a bit, and, and uh, but, it, you know, you're right. It's it's pretty low. In fact, I've uh, advised a lot of people, um, you know, we have a CPA firm where people are talking taxes with us and their investments. are like, oh, how do I defer these taxes? I mean, why would you defer them? Pay your 15% capital gains, pay your 22, 24%, 12%, whatever bracket of ordinary income. It's the future tax brackets that have most of my clients scared and, frankly, me scared about what can happen. Certainly for two more years, we're okay. Uh, what happens after that? Uh, if if I knew who was going to be elected and who was going to control Congress and the Senate, then I would you know, have a better sense as to what the brackets might be going forward. But I don't know those right now. But I do sense that uh, at some point, you know, the, the parties uh, get, get in control, lose control, and there's just kind of this groundswell of need to raise taxes, need to confiscate wealth, need to mm-hmm. confiscate assets, need to pay for more programs, need to spend, 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 spend money on every program we can even think of. And all the politicians are in lockstep saying, yeah, 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 let's spend more, spend more, spend more, which is borrow more, which is tax more. So it's that future tax rate is really what we need to do discuss here. And you mentioned on last week's show about one political candidate who had some grand ideas that would cost a great deal of money. And interestingly enough, the top tax bracket to pay for all that would have been well over 94 percent, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would have to confiscate all of the wealth. Uh, if you're talking uh, Bernie Sanders, yeah. Elizabeth Warren's proposals in total, they would need to confiscate more than 100 percent of all of the earnings of the one percent. And they'd have to confiscate assets on top of that just to begin to pay for their proposals that they have put out there. Well, when you talk about confiscating assets and government owning things, again, I go back to thinking of countries like Cuba, and it hasn't really worked out that well for them. Well, Bernie's running on a socialist agenda, and that's exactly what socialism means, is that the government confiscates assets and businesses and runs them and doles out what they want. So that happened in Venezuela. They were the most prosperous country in South America uh, 10 years ago, probably five years ago. I I don't know the exact year. But uh, now they're the least prosperous due to a socialist regime. So Bernie's really barking up the wrong tree with me. Can you tell I'm not going to vote for him? (laughs) I think so. I think so. I'm going to guess most people that listen to Growing Your Wealth aren't going to vote for him either. I don't think so. I think the people are going to vote for him have never heard of Brian Evans, Majorna Financial, or even you, Jeff Shade. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. I mean, I've got got my limits here. Well, on today's show, let's talk about some tax-free investment strategies. Uh, Strategies for limiting your taxes in retirement are good, but there are some that aim to eliminate them altogether. And of course, I think taxes and healthcare, those are the two biggest expenses that people will have in retirement. So let's talk about some basic strategies here. Uh, I'm actually referring to an article that you've recently written. What was the publication that this was in? Uh, Kiplinger Online. This will be, I think, my fifth article on Kiplinger Online. Three of them have to do with Delaware Statutory Trusts. One has to do with when is a fiduciary truly acting as one. That's where I kind of call out other fiduciaries. You know, we're supposed to act in clients' best interests, but there's some out there that only sell annuities and, and uh, or one product or one annuity. And I'm not sure how you can be independent if you only sell one thing. 
Exactly. It's a supermarket that only has one thing in it. It would be rather boring going to that particular supermarket. But, you know, as you said in this article, tax rates are relatively low right now, and there's no telling who's going to be calling the shots in Washington and how much taxes will rise once you're retired. So rather than, I think, focus on short-term tax deferral strategies, let's uh, focus here today on tax elimination strategies, both basic and more complex. So let's start with a step up in basis. Yeah, it's not something I recommend to everybody as the first thing I'd like you all to do. Step up in basis occurs when somebody passes away. Now, but it's important to to understand it because I keep getting phone calls from people saying, "Yeah, uh, we figured it out we how to how to do our estate planning. We had grandma, you know, give me your house, or mom deeded over all of her properties, and uh, so they don't have to go through probate." And I'm like, "Well, probate would have cost you a couple grand. That move maybe cost you uh, several hundred thousands of dollars." And they're like, "What?" I said, yeah, I mean, you, when somebody gifts you or deeds you over property before they pass away, all of their gains have just been deeded over to you also, mm-hmm. all of the underlying gains. So if they paid, uh, you know, 100000 for a uh, house in Magnolia and now it's worth a million, if either husband or wife passed away before you got it in inheritance, then the entire gain goes away too. And so that's been a big problem. A lot of people don't understand that, that when you sell something during your lifetime, you're going to pay the tax on it. When you give it to somebody else during your lifetime, they're going to pay the tax on it. But if somebody inherits it and you know somebody passes away and you inherit it later, that income tax evaporates. It goes away permanently. And that's the pri- one of the primary reasons I talked Delaware Statutory Trust, which we'll talk about later. But don't just transfer assets during someone's life until you've considered whether you should just wait and, and have it happen as a legacy plan so that the income tax can go away permanently. So that's one of the basic strategies there, step up in basis. And as you said, you don't recommend dying, but that's what happens when you do die is that you can get that step up in basis. So, Brian, is this the same for people in every state? No, it's actually not. Um, There's something called a community property state and common law state. And so in the state of Washington, we're a community property state, and there are nine of them. And I'll read them off. They're, They're Arizona, California, Idaho, Louisiana, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Washington, and Wisconsin. And so in those states, if either the husband or wife pass away, so let's say 100000 was paid for a house, a rental house, and uh, it's now depreciated down to 25000 and it's worth a million. And so if a husband or wife sold it, it'd be 975000 a gain. But let's say the husband passed away, and shortly thereafter the wife says, I don't want to manage this anymore. I'm going to sell it. Uh, what's her gain? Well, it's zero because we got a full step up in one of these nine community property states. If these people were living in Oregon and the house was there, we would say, gee, the the gain is about half of the 975000 because you only got a half step up. Both have to pass away to get the full step up. So 41 states, it takes both parents to pass away to get the full step up. Uh, in the state of Washington and the the nine community property states, you get a double step up in basis. So you got your double step up in basis, and as you said, the other 41 states have that half step up in basis for each spouse when they pass. We're talking about uh, tax-free investment strategies here on Growing Your Wealth. Just a few more moments left in this particular segment, Brian, but I did want to start to talk about something that a lot of people have associated with tax-free investing, and that is the uh, Roth, the Roth 401k and the Roth IRA. So let's begin explaining those a little bit. Yeah, with the Roth, uh, if you put money into it, you never have to pay tax on it. 
take it out. Now, in the past, uh, tax planning was always let's defer, defer, defer. Let's let's put contributions into your regular 401k, deduct it now because the rate brackets are pretty high. And then in retirement, your brackets will be lower and you'll still pay tax on this stuff when you take it out. But uh, tax rates should be much lower. Well, currently, I'm going to say that might be opposite for a lot of my clients. I think they might be at a lower rate now than they will be in retirement because it's been a good market. Their assets have grown a lot. Uh, maybe they've got annuities and pensions and Social Security and, and income from rentals or whatever. And they're saying, you know, I'm going to make more in retirement than I made when I was working, you know, 20 years ago. And so maybe I ought to concentrate on a tax-free strategy instead of a deferral strategy. We're talking about tax-free investment strategies here on Growing Your Wealth. Once again, if you would like your free financial plan, a look at your portfolio, maybe someone else did it and you want a second opinion, or you're just starting out to build your plan, you can call 844-MADRONA and schedule an appointment to come in and speak with one of the investment advisors here at Madrona Financial Services. Have a look at what you've got. They'll take a snapshot of that and then another snapshot after a second plan is developed to show you where you could be in your retirement. Once again, that plan is free and there is no obligation. It is a simple, casual conversation between you and your investment advisor. Once again, as I said, there is no obligation and no cost. The number to call is 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And as always, you can get your free financial plan online at madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about tax-free investment strategies. All that and more when our show continues after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. Change is a part of life. Sometimes it can be great. Like when you welcome a new grandchild to the family. But other times, like when your favorite TV show gets canceled, maybe not so much. Well, recently, the Retirement Secure Act was signed into law by President Trump, and this new change is one you're probably going to be happy with. Even so, there are many ways this new law may impact your retirement plans. So get prepared today by scheduling your complimentary review with Madrona Financial Services by calling 844-MADRONA at Madrona. Their goal is to help you create a custom plan built around your financial situation and unique goals for the future. They'll help show you how the new 2020 Secure Act and changing political landscape might impact your retirement outlook. Remember, while you may always be able to watch reruns of your favorite TV show, you don't always get a second chance at your retirement. No matter what happens in the future, the professionals at Madrona Financial Services are here to help. Call 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that website is madronafinancial.com. At Madrona Financial Services, we help people finance their retirement so they can spend their time living life instead of worrying about it. The fact of the matter is, your portfolio will likely need to last about 30 years or more. And the sooner you do something about it, the better off you can be. So if you're not 100% sure that your plan is rock solid, call us today at 844-MADRONA for a review. It's super easy. We'll ask you a bunch of questions to find out what's most important in your life and what makes you happy. Next, we'll review your current plan, and then our team will strategize on ways to make your portfolio, your tax strategy, your use of Social Security, and an estate plan better suited for you. At Madrona Financial Services, we want your retirement to be about living life, and we'll sweat the small stuff for you. Call us today for your free review at 844-MADRONA. 
That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us at madronafinancial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to continue our discussion on tax-free investment strategies. And Brian, we just talked about the Roth 401k and the Roth IRA. And once again, and the idea, Brian, is that you're paying the taxes on these investments when they go in, but later on, you do not pay the taxes when you withdraw these investments. And more than likely, I mean, the tax rates as you're putting them in are going to be much lower than they are when you take them out. Yeah. uh, And even if they aren't lower, we got another thing going on. So let's go through the scenario. So let's say that you're married and you're making 100,000 a year and you say, well, I better max out my 401k. Great idea. Do that. Well, at at that amount of earnings, because of the standard deduction, that's your household earnings, your tax bracket is only 12%. So let's say you put 10,000 in your 401k, you save 1,200 bucks. If you put in a Roth 401k, you don't save that 1,200 bucks. So you might be going, oh, hey, I I want my 1,200 bucks. That's great. But let's say uh, your next door neighbor, same situation, put the 10,000 into a Roth, and by the time they retired, had grown to 20,000. Well, If you did the uh, 401k, and let's say brackets are 20% at that time, and uh, you got, you know, 20,000 in your account, you're going to pay 4,000 of income tax. Uh, You save 1,200 once upon a time, but you're going to pay 4,000 back later. You're going, huh, that's not so great. Whereas the person with the Roth, they didn't get their $1,200 up front, but they pay nothing on the back end. So their 0% bracket not only applies to the original 10000 invested, it also applies to the earnings on that. So certainly if you got time on your side and you have the option, most 401k plans give you the option of selecting Roth or, or deductible 401k contributions. You might consider doing that Roth. So Brian, if you weren't thinking about tax strategies for retirement when you were just starting your career and you were putting this money in, would it be too late to do a Roth conversion? No. And so here's what we can also do there. Let's say you had a bunch of IRA money and you go, you know, I think I'm going to make some investment increases over the years. I would like to shelter them from income tax. And I think rates are going to be up in the future, higher than they are today uh, for for me. Well, then you would probably want to consider a, a Roth conversion. So let's say you had $100,000 in an IRA account and you say, I want to convert that. Well, your bracket might be 24%. So if you do that, you're going to have to pay 24000 now. But you might be saying, well, I'm going to pay it someday. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more than 24000 when I pay it back. Plus, as I mentioned earlier, I might have earnings on that. So you've, you've kind of locked that in. So let's say you convert now and pay your $24,000 of tax and leaving you with just 76000 but you grew that seventy-six thousand to one hundred fifty grand down the road, and then you take that one hundred fifty grand out. Well, there's no more tax on it. You've already paid all the tax on it. So a lot of people, again, if they if they think that their own personal brackets can be higher than it is now, and they think they're going to have earnings that they want to shelter from taxes permanently, and just kind of have that peace of mind that hey, I've paid all my taxes on this. I don't have any more to pay. We would consider a Roth conversion and. The way we do that is we give it to my, my tax department and they, they run the scenarios and tell you exactly how much you can put away to max out particular uh, brackets before bleeding into the highest brackets. 
So the downside is that you're going to have to pay taxes on the amount you convert, but the benefit is that you won't have to pay taxes on withdrawals in the future at those mystery rates on the amount or the gains. Okay, Brian, so we've covered the Roth 401k, the Roth IRA, and the Roth conversion. Let's talk about a particular life insurance policy that I rather like. I call it life insurance for the living. It's called the FIUL or the Fixed Index Universal Life Policy. Yeah, there's a number of ways to uh, attack this. And basically, it's a, a way to take advantage of tax laws that make life insurance proceeds tax-free. So basically, every gain out there, every gain imaginable except for the sale of your principal residence or assets you held uh, and inherited uh, with step-up and basis, everything has tax except for those and except for life insurance. So here's a way to kind of combine, uh, really it's it's kind of like a fixed index annuity concept within a life insurance uh, product. So the fixed index annuity says, okay, every year I got a floor zero and I can move up. And so that, that's how these are underlying. And then there is a life insurance component to them. And so that can be a good thing to, to have. But the primary reason for these is to accumulate assets over a period of time that when you take them out or when somebody inherits them, they will be income tax-free. And so that's that's a primary reason for the FIUL. And the other thing with the FIUL, it is life insurance, so you do have to physically qualify for life insurance. Is that about right? Yeah, that's right. So there is a difference between this and the the other strategies uh, that I've talked about here. You do have to qualify. Now, sometimes, you know, we can get creative on this. So let's say you want to pass uh, legacy assets to your kids and you want money out of your estate. And we'll talk about this in a little bit, but you can set up a, a trust for the kids. You can get life insurance on kids. You know, it's really cheap when kids are 20s, 30s, and 40s, uh, the life insurance component. And then you have time value on their side. And one of the things I like about, you mentioned life insurance for the living, uh, these kinds of policies, you put the your money in and then you have to let it kind of grow for a while. And down the road, let's say in retirement, you want monthly checks. You can start taking monthly checks as a loan against your future death proceeds. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, that's not taxable. And then when you do pass away someday to pay back the loan, the life insurance proceeds are non-taxable too. So you've converted all these gains into tax-free status. And it's almost like combining a lot of things. It's like combining a fixed index annuity with a term life insurance policy with a Roth feature and you know all these things are kind of combining to kind of form the best of all three into one product. Would the FIUL be a good strategy for those people who are looking for income in retirement? I mean, it's just another way to get income. Oh, yeah. It's a great way to have uh, potential income in retirement and have it, uh, again, be tax-free. We, I, we threw the, the Roth concept into this because of the, the tax-free nature of it. It's similar in that respect. So we've kind of combined, uh, again, all those strategies into one product and just taking advantage of existing income tax rules. And it is a, a way for cash flow to be produced. Now, it's it's not always a great policy if you're older, if you're in your 70s and all that. I have different strategies for people in their 70s and early 80s. There are actually some strategies that allow for a high internal rate of return uh, life insurance. But the one, you know, the one caveat to all of this, Jeff, as you pointed out, was you do have to qualify physically. Right. There is a physical qualification for the fixed index universal life policy or what we're calling the FIUL. We're talking about tax-free investment strategies in retirement here on Growing Your Wealth. 
We covered, of course, the Roth 401k, the Roth IRA conversion, and the FIUL. Those are some basic strategies, uh, Brian. Let's uh, advance here to some more advanced strategies. Now, I've heard about this, the premium finance life insurance. What's that all about? Yeah, that's uh, using the concept we just we just uh, discussed, which, again, combines fixed index annuity concepts with kind of Roth conversion or Roth you know concepts with life insurance thrown in there, too, and using the tax laws to our advantage with the uh, ability to borrow against our policy tax-free and the life insurance paying off the loan income tax-free. So lots of cool things going on there. So now if we add premium financing, we can say, well, if a little bit is good, a lot is better. (laughs) And so basically that's what you do. You go to the bank and we do that for you, of course. And then you can get the bank to lend money to make that policy much bigger. And it's not unlike the concept of buying a rental house. So with a rental house, you put 20% down and you, you go to the bank and you say, I want to borrow at you know, 3.8% interest or whatever it is right now. And then you believe that the rents that you're going to receive are much higher than the 3.8. And so you've leveraged your return. You're going to get uh, more income. You can buy more houses uh, because you're only putting 20% down. And uh, so... If uh, if you put 20% down on a house that goes up 20% in value, that's 100% return to you. You're using the bank to leverage yourself. So people are familiar with that concept. Well, it's kind of the same concept here. You make payments into the policy. The bank lends more money than what your payment is, much more, towards that policy. So you have a much bigger policy, and then it grows at a more rapid rate. Now, in the past, though, the interest rate has been, you know, basically a variable rate on these policies. But anymore, we can we can actually, if your net worth is high enough, and it has to be pretty high, it has to be like $20 million, uh, you can get a an interest rate ceiling on these. But but even without that, I, I project interest rates are not going to go up uh, much at all for, for years to come. And so this is an advanced strategy. It, uses, it adds a concept of bank financing and leverage and borrowing at a lower rate than you're receiving. But it's really only good for people with maybe $5 million and up in assets. So it, it is a limit use product. Yeah, I was going to say you have to be an accredited investor, actually even more than an accredited investor because the definition of that is $1 million. This uh, requires you to have a net worth above $5 million. And I understand that another advanced option for premium uh, finance life insurance is the gift the policy through an irrevocable life insurance policy to your children to eliminate both federal, estate, and income tax. Yeah, now we're really getting deep into the woods into the here, weeds. aren't we? <laughs> into the weeds. Yeah. yeah, so uh, uh, we're, you know, that this just concept that, well, that's great. We're going to have all this extra money in, in my estate for my kids to inherit, but by the time they inherit them, Currently, the the estate tax rate might be 40%. By the time they inherit them, if the wrong people are in office, that estate tax rate might be 90%. So what's the point? Well, how do we get around that? Now we can use another income tax concept with gifting rules and loan backs and applicable federal rates, and I could go on and on. But uh, it's basically buying that policy outside of your estate using a uh, trust, uh, irrevocable life insurance trust that your kids can inherit down the road, and when they inherit that, that's not part of your taxable estate. So that 40 to 90% uh, estate tax bracket I just mentioned would be zero. And so now we're using yet another concept. I think I'd laid t- about 10 different advanced <laughs> concepts into one product or one situation here. 
Again, for higher net worth people, five million plus, or people that want uh, a legacy plan to their heirs, mm-hmm. this could this could be a really super uh, product for the, these folks. Uh, you can still do this with my non-advanced concept where you're not accredited with the FIUL. Uh, I'm just talking the premium financing just adds a whole bunch of more uh, petrol to to this engine, but uh, the other the other concept works too. Uh, obviously, this is uh, nothing nothing you should try uh, by yourself at home. That's right. Please do not try this one at home. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about tax free investment strategies here on Growing Your Wealth. Well, if all this seems to be just a little bit over your head, the point of the conversation is that Brian here and of course the investment advisors at Madrona Financial certainly do have a good handle on how all of this works. If you think that there's something that you've heard today that could possibly be applicable to you in your particular situation, I invite you to call Madrona Financial Services and have it explained to you. That number is 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. You can also request your free and confidential plan by calling 844-MADRONA. You can do that as well by logging on to madronafinancial.com. Talking about investment strategies, tax-free, that is, here on Growing Your Wealth, and we'll continue that conversation when our program continues right after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management, and best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. In today's fast-paced world, we're used to having information at our fingertips. And when you're trying to research something, more information is always better especially when it comes to retirement planning. That's why Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services, has made his 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement available for free. You can get your free copy by visiting madronafinancial.com. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement covers the basics of retirement planning. Brian shares his thoughts on investing, taxes, estate planning, lifestyle, and more. As a CPA and investment advisor, Brian has the knowledge to help make your retirement planning process manageable. Brian has also been a featured speaker on CNBC and Fox Business. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement will give you a thorough analysis from an expert. Madrona Financial offers beneficial information to properly prepare for retirement. Get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement by visiting madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion on tax-free investment strategies from my latest Kiplinger online article. That's right. And that article is entitled Tax-Free Investment Strategy, Smart Insights from a Professional Advisor. And that, of course, would be Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services. Brian, let's continue on with some more advanced topics here, tax-free investments in retirement. And one that I think is rather interesting is the Delaware Statutory Trust. Now, someone who's listening to us right now who may be an owner of a non-owner-occupied building is going to be really interested in this. Let's sort of just uh, overview. Let's just give an overview of what the Delaware Statutory Trust really is all about. A few of the salient points here. Uh, certainly, we're talking about investment real estate. And uh, one of the things that people get confused on, they, oh, I I was looking into a Section 1033 like-kind exchange. However, I have something that's not like anything I want to buy. Well, like-kind ought to be stricken from that code section (laughs) because there's nothing like about this stuff. It's just like meaning that uh, you can sell investment real estate and buy investment real estate. And what that doesn't include is your principal residence and often vacation homes if you actually stay there. Uh, But... uh, Basically, everything else is qualified. So it could be raw land, it could be a winery, a farm, rental house, office building, self-storage, mineral rights, uh, leased real estate, long-term leased real estate, all kinds of real estate qualifies. And so you want to sell yours for whatever reason. Uh, One of the reasons generally is I'm getting older. I don't want to be a landlord anymore. I'm sick of it. Another reason, I think prices are maxed out. I want to sell at the top. Another reason, uh, I don't want to be a landlord forever. I want I want uh, to uh, uh, be able to pass to my heirs income tax-free. So those are three of the primary reasons that someone would want to do one. So with anybody that wants to sell their their real estate, we have this solution. And that solution is the Delaware Statutory Trust. Now, let's do an example here. Let's say that I've got a property that I bought 40 years ago. I may have paid $150,000 for it, but today it's worth a million dollars and I'm just tired of being a landlord. I don't want the terrible teas, like you said, the toilets, the tenants, and the trash. I want to give all of that up, but I understand the DST is going to give me the opportunity to continue to receive rents on that. So how would it work in that situation? Yeah, often, let's say you you sell for a million dollars and you've depreciated it down to next to nothing. And so if you sell it, you got a million dollar gain. Let's say you paid, you're at the 20% bracket and you uh, pay 200,000 income tax. You have 800 grand left and you go, okay, now what am I supposed to do? I don't want to be a landlord. So I guess I'll buy a CD at 2% and I'll make 16,000 a year. Well, uh, if you do a Delaware Statutory Trust, you sell it and you buy replacement property, which is the DST. And essentially what that is, is you're a part owner in real estate that has been purchased by an institutional uh, real estate investment company on your behalf. And you're going to be a part owner in various properties. I would put somebody like that with a million dollars into several different DSTs so they could diversify their investments. So you sell your property, the money goes into these other diversified investments, and now you're invested, you're still invested in real estate. You can still have appreciation. Uh, They can go down in value. Uh, We hope they go up. But in addition to that, you get your cash flow. And in this case, maybe this person tripled their cash flow from what they would have had had they sold it and bought a CD. 
and they didn't lose the 200000 of income tax. That can someday go to their heirs. So there's a lot of advantages besides just not having to be a landlord, diversification, maintaining that step-up in basis that we talked about earlier in the show, uh, rental cash flow, rental potential appreciation. There can be a lot of advantages to having a DST. So let's say, so let's say that I do have that triplex. Uh, let's say that it's up in Everett and I sell it, I get my money, and I want to do a Delaware statutory trust, but I'm kind of worried about that phrase in the process, which talks about a like-kind property. I don't want another triplex. What sort of buildings or what sort of rentals can I invest in? Yeah, very often you might, uh, DSTs, and, and they, they cycle in and out all the time because I don't have an inventory. You're not buying part of a company. It's particular properties. You actually, here's the address. Go look at it if you want. Fly there, you know, walk on the property. You can look at it. Uh, you can't stay there, uh, but you know, often it's going to be an apartment building. It could be a group of apartment buildings in different states. It could be uh, retail leased properties that uh, have longer-term corporate guaranteed triple net leases where the tenant pays all the expenses. It could be self-storage. It could be a hotel. It could be an office building. Uh, generally, don't don't see a lot of those. It could be an industrial park leased by, say, somebody big like Amazon or whoever. These things cycle in and out, like I said, all the time. And so, but there's all kinds of real estate we can get into, and you can mix and match uh, depending on what's available at the time of your sale, plus another 45 days. You got 45 days to decide on what you want to try and buy. So there's lots of different properties out there. Uh, basically, as you said, you are a fractional owner of many different types of properties, and you do get the rental income from those properties, and hopefully those properties are going to appreciate. Now, this is not an ongoing thing. You don't really do this forever and ever, do you? I mean, how long are these investments? Yeah, these investments uh, generally always have to be sold before 10 years. Figure between year four and 10 for most of them, but uh, we have prospectuses on all of these. So if you're serious about it, one thing I would caution, I've had some people say, I want to do that. And I go through and I explain everything, but clearly they were doing a shopping list in their head along the way because they didn't catch everything. And they didn't catch the fact that if you sell your property and put that check in the bank and then call me and say, I want to do 1031 exchange, uh, you're too late. You can't do that. You can't touch that money. It's got to go to a qualified intermediary first. So before the property closes, do contact us so we can make sure you follow the rules. Yeah, there are some specific rules there. And if you do not follow them to the T, you could very well blow the deal. That's the Delaware Statutory Trust. We do have a website for that as well, too. It's madrona1031.com that will explain that in more detail. Brian, we're continuing to talk about advanced strategies here on growing your wealth for tax-free investments. I want to touch upon something that we've not talked a lot about out there. It's called an opportunity zone. So explain that a little bit. Yeah, that's part of the new tax law. Uh, there was uh, thousands and thousands of zones that were created across the country saying, hey, these places, these areas can use a little help, a little investment. And so Congress passed this rule saying, hey, if you invest in these places, if your investment goes up in value and you hold it long enough, over 10 years generally, uh, then you can get uh, your gains will be tax free. So that's why it's part of this article. But the only money you can put into this is money from another gain sale. So for instance, let's say you had some uh, Microsoft or Amazon stock and uh, not inside your retirement account and you had a huge gain on it, you can put the gain part of that into an opportunity zone or maybe you sold a business. So these can be uh, interesting alternatives. I mean, I, I still like for real estate to use the Delaware Statutory Trust, mm-hmm. but there are situations where if you need cash now, some cash, you could use an opportunity zone and it would help you with certain attributes, not others. 
but generally DSTs are better. But certainly if you're selling a business or stock and you're just like, well, I I would like to kind of leverage into real estate and I would I don't I can be without this money for a while. I don't need to be liquid and I think uh, I, I don't want to pay gains in the future at all. And so I'm willing to wait. We can have that discussion about the OZ. There's not a lot of people I've run into where uh, Opportunity Zone makes a ton of sense uh, for various reasons. Something, there's always a fatal flaw. Right. But there'll be, you know, I call it the unicorn that comes in. But, you know, but it's good to have that discussion because just because I can put you into one doesn't mean I'm going to. I will tell people when you shouldn't do a DST or when you should not consider an Opportunity Zone or an annuity or the stock market or bonds or, or FIUL or any of the stuff we talk about, I I promise that we will tell you that when it's not really that appropriate. And if you're interested in Opportunity Zones, you can certainly Google that particular subject. I mean, Opportunity Zones, as you said, Brian, came out of the 2017 Jobs and Tax Cut Act. And as you said, these are zones. There are more than 8,700 of them in the country and U.S. territories that have been identified, according to the 2010 census, as underdeveloped and underutilized. Now, this was uh, the 2010 census, and it's now 2020. And what was uh, underdeveloped then may not be the case today. Yeah, with the Opportunity Zones, it's kind of curious because uh, they selected all these areas, but most of them, no investment company is going to go into. They're just going to say, well, there's a reason why this place is depressed. (laughs) It's just, it's not, you know, it's, you know, I could pick on some part of the country, maybe uh, rural North Dakota. Okay, we'll just say that. And and yeah, I, I can't see a lot of large apartment complexes, you know, class A apartment complexes going on outside of Bismarck just because it's a depressed area. Well, there's going to be investments made into actually really high growth areas that maybe when this law was passed were considered uh, needing money. Well, they already had it coming. So that is where these investment companies are going. So a lot of people are looking at this going, well, we kind of have this head start here. Uh, the government gave us this tax-free stuff in an area that really, if they did it today, wouldn't be an opportunity zone. But we're going to take advantage of the law as written and invest in these uh, awesome growth areas and, and not pay taxes on future gains. And this has been described in some publications and in some media as possibly the biggest tax break ever. If you hold that uh, Opportunity Zone investment for 10 years, I mean, your gains are going to be totally tax-free there. And from the standpoint of someone who wants to put a business in an Opportunity Zone, it's a great way to attract investors because you can offer them that those tax advantages. Now, you don't have to necessarily hold it the entire 10 years. If you hold it seven years, you get a 15% tax decrease, and five years, it is 10%. But again, as Brian said, an Opportunity Zone may or may not be right for you. You've just got to sit down with somebody and talk about your particular situation and and discuss what the options are and come up with a best answer. Once again, we've been talking about tax-free investment strategies here on Growing Your Wealth. This is from an article that Brian wrote for Kiplinger's. If you want more information about Delaware Statutory Trust, Opportunity Zones, or anything that we've talked about, once again, I invite you to call Madrona Financial Services. 844-MADRONA is the number to call. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-E. And sit down with with one of the advisors here and get your questions answered. It's a very simple one-on-one conversation. No cost, no obligation, no stress whatsoever. You can also request your appointment online at madronafinancial.com. 
Thanks so much for joining us on this edition of Growing Your Wealth. Brian Evans, Jeff Shade, we're here for you every week for your physical fitness and your financial education. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to continue our show right after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. There is a proper order to do certain things. I've had some recent situations where the improper order was taken specifically related to certain IRS rules. One IRS rule is the required minimum distributions. They've changed that rule. It used to be at age 70 and a half, you had to take out your required minimum distribution from your retirement accounts. They're moving that to age 72. Unless you've already started it, then you don't get to wait. One of the rules on that is if you're a day late, then the penalty is 50% of that required minimum distributions. Similarly, on Section 1031 exchanges, you have to hire a qualified intermediary before your property closes in order to be eligible. If you put that money in your bank account, even for a minute, you are no longer eligible. You have 45 days to find a replacement property. If you found one 45 days and one hour later, too bad. You cannot qualify for Section 1031 exchange. So there's definitely a proper order to many IRS-type rules, especially as it relates to real estate. I've had people call me recently uh, several times this year already. Hey, I'm doing an order. I listed my property. I sold it. I put the money in the bank. I'm calling you, saving my taxes. Sorry, I can't do it. That was the improper order. So the proper order would just be give us a call so we can educate you on what that order is. Don't wait to do that. Do that one first, and then we can help you getting the proper order right with your transaction. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, Madrona Financial, Investments, Retirement, Taxes, and Legacy, madronafinancial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about the different types of annuities. And Brian, we've all heard these announcements on the radio. We've seen them on TV. We've read them in print. They're talking about safe money investing. And basically what they're talking about is annuities. Yeah, annuities is just an insurance company product. The insurance companies are trying to fill a gap that Wall Street cannot. So Wall Street will offer equities and different kinds of investments, but all of them carry risk. I mean, if it go up in value, great. If they go down in value, well, that's on you and you're going to lose money. So the insurance industry says, well, we have lots of assets. And so they put that together to say, we can be participating in the investment world and we're going to offer insurance. So on our investments so that we can offer guarantees that the Wall Street type investments cannot. So basically with an annuity, and correct me if I'm wrong in the way that it works in a very general principle way here, is you give a life insurance company an amount of money. They then promise to give you back that money over a period of time with a little extra. 
Yeah, and there's different variations we'll talk about here. You could do an annuity just to have as an alternative to like a CD where you just want your money back and you want some gain from it. Mm -hmm. Often institutional investors will buy 10-year government bonds to do that exact thing. You can do annuities which act much like a pension. Pensions are annuities and they can pay you over your lifetime. And with the insurance companies over the years, they've added some bells and whistles that are pretty cool. You can pull money out as you go. Unlike a pension, you might have some increasing cash flow, unlike many pensions. You could have higher death benefit or accelerated multiplied long-term care benefits or other things like that, that there's some pretty cool bells and whistles to some of these annuities. And there are different types of annuities, too, that do different things. There are annuities for accumulation versus annuities for income. Describe how those two are different. Yeah, the annuities for income, I often use, uh, you know, when you're trying to solve for a retirement plan, the most important thing is not maxing out your assets at death. The most important thing is your cash flow while you're alive. And so it's hard to get cash flow sometimes. You know, maybe you have pension, maybe you have, well, certainly you probably have Social Security maybe you have rental income, but you're not going to get a whole lot of income right now off your bond portfolio or even off your stock portfolio. And so where do you go for income? Well, certainly fixed index annuities can play a huge role in that where your income can be set for life. It can be second to die. It could even possibly be increasing second to die so that you and your spouse can say, well, what if I live a really, really long time, which some people are. Some of these other assets can run out, but I can always count on that annuity to pay me for as long as either one one of us has a heartbeat. Now, there are immediate annuities and there are deferred annuities. Now, I understand with an immediate annuity, I put my money into the life insurance's bank account there. They promise to pay me back, but they're really going to pay me back relatively quickly, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to start. Uh, you can start that next month. The downside to those is your cash flow isn't going to be as high. And also, if you die prematurely, you might be losing money to the insurance company. So one of the cool features of fixed index annuities that if you die prematurely or you and your spouse say, there can be a money paid to your heirs for the value, the underlying value of the account. And so that's really generally not the case with single premium immediate annuities. And what about deferred annuities? Yeah, deferred annuities, those are the ones that are going to help you. You know, it's kind of like Social Security. The longer you wait, the higher the payout mm-hmm. is. So they kind of work in the same regards. Or a pension, you know, the longer you wait, the higher your pension payment is because you have less years to live because you've waited longer to start it. But again, uh, combining these these different variables to it can be really beneficial. But they're primarily, again, I, I primarily use the fixed index annuities for peace of mind to accent the cash flow in retirement. Because I understand, as people probably listening, uh, your primary concern in retirement is going to be cash flow and safety. It's not going to be maxing out growth or liquidity. Well, annuities are really good at cash flow and safety. So they, they often are a component of a properly constructed financial plan. Now, you talked about the fixed index annuity there. They're fixed and fixed index annuities. Is there a chance with these annuities, though, that I'm going to lose money with the market when the market goes down? No, not with uh, accumulation fixed annuity or fixed index. So the fixed annuity be an alternative to a CD. It's just probably going to pay more. And you know exactly what you're going to get, but regardless of what the market does. Fixed index annuities, you have a participation in the market of some percentage. They can go up when the markets are up. They can never go down, though. So that's what the insurance company takes on. 
But with fixed index annuities, again, you can get the ones that do that and provide for cash flow for life, second to die, no matter how long you live. You can't get that with a fixed annuity. You can with a fixed indexed. So I've heard about these things called variable annuities. What are they? Variable annuities are, are not sold by someone held to a fiduciary standard like myself. I take that back. I can sell a, a, a low-fee product that doesn't have a commission that comes out up front. But they're, they're basically in the market. They do have some protections also. They don't have that annual floor of zero, though. You can lose substantially in a given year. They also generally have pretty high internal fees. You know, they're trying to combine the stock market with some of the protections of annuities. But I don't really dabble in that world. I'm of the opinion that if you want safety, we're going to go with a fixed index annuity. I can't lose money. And part of our portfolio wants growth. So maybe we have some real estate in there, DSTs, private real estate investment trusts, stock market investments you know, with ETFs and such. If you want the stock market, invest in the stock market. Uh, don't go through the insurance company first is kind of how I think. And for that component of your uh, financial investments. Brian, let's say that I invest $250,000 into an annuity and a little bit into it, I decided, you know, I really need my money back. Can you get your money back? No, you cannot get all of your money back. You'll pay a surrender fee generally on these. Uh, Often the ones that you're going to have lifetime cash flow often have about a 10-year surrender period. But if you want some of your money, you you generally can get some of the money. Every insurance product's different, so you have to come in and talk to us about, you know, if you want up to 10% a year before you turn on the lifetime cash flow. Uh, Most annuities will provide for that without any penalties. But yeah, if you buy an annuity and you take all the money out after, say, three or four or five years, uh, you're probably going to have a surrender fee on that. Can I move my annuity to another company? Let's say, uh, you know, it's with this life insurance company, but I decide I want to have it with another life insurance company for some reason. Can I move it? Yeah, I would suggest anybody out there that has an annuity right now they've owned for quite a while and is out of its surrender period, come see us. You probably aren't getting optimal crediting methods right now. And so we can do what's called a Section 1035 tax-free exchange of one annuity for another. So you can get out of the annuity you have, get into one that maybe is more appropriate based upon how your life has changed or whatever. And maybe you want one that does some other things, has better bells and whistles, as I mentioned, maybe has higher crediting methods. You can do that and not pay any income tax on the exchange. So anybody that has one, again, that's uh, gone past its surrender period, do have us look at it. We'll just tell you straight up whether you have one that's, oh boy, I can't replace that. But most of the time, obviously, I can probably come up with something maybe more appropriate based upon where you're at in life right now. You know, these annuities really sound like they could very well be a good answer for a lot of folks out there, but how do you know whether or not this is a good choice for me? Yeah, uh, one of the other things I would say is be careful of somebody that all they do is sell annuities. You're going to walk out of there with a whole bunch of annuities, and it may be too much for what's appropriate for you. I think it's important, and I'll toot our own horn here at Madrona, we can offer basically everything out there. So you might go into a fiduciary advisor, and you walk out of there going, well, let's see, his recommendations, oh, put all my money into annuities. Huh. But I went to Madrona, and their recommendation was, oh, let's let's sell the rental, do the DST, we'll have some private non-traded REITs, we have a fixed index universal life, we have some fixed annuity, some fixed index annuity for cash flow, some for accumulation, we have some stocks and bond investments over here. Wow, we have a, uh, he had me pay off some debt, we had some other things. It's like, huh, why do these look so different? Because both advisors said they were fiduciary standard advisors, and so you're going to get a very, very different recommendation group from us and you probably do uh, from anybody else on, on the radio or TV or internet. 
You've been listening to Tax Advantage Strategies here on Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Again, if you have questions about anything that you've heard us talk about on the show today, you can call this number, 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A, and ask your questions personally. You can also get in and get your free financial plan. Again, that number to get that is 844-MADRONA, and you can request it online at madronafinancial.com. Two offices in the area, one in Everett and the other one in Bellevue. Well, once again, Brian, we're out of time for this week. Before we go, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. The executive producer of Growing Your Wealth is John Capuano. Our director of program operations is the cookie monster, Greg Dennett. Our show is produced by the lovely, talented, and dangerous six-degree black belt, our Swedish princess, Stephanie Schoblum. Christy Parmenter is our associate producer. Laura McLaughlin, our slave to fashion, is our content supervisor. Josh Toy is our technical editor. And Superboy Pete Gustin is our announcer. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Have a great Saturday, won't you? We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. You own highly appreciated real estate and have decided to sell. You may be faced with limited options that could result in a substantial tax bill. Now, there may be another option. It's called a DST, and it can offer the benefits of real estate ownership without all of the baggage. Brian Evans and his team at Madrona Financial Services are available to see if a DST could be right for you. Call 844-MADRONA to learn if you can invest in real estate without the hassles of being a landlord. You won't be responsible for the debt or management, yet you may still receive passive income. Best of all, the DST program offers a ready-made solution that may satisfy your 1031 exchange requirements, which could provide full tax deferral on the sale of your investment property. Call the team at Madrona Financial Services right now at 844-MADRONA to learn more about DSTs and if they are right for you. That's 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. Change is a part of life. Sometimes it can be great, like when you welcome a new grandchild to the family. But other times, like when your favorite TV show gets canceled, maybe not so much. Well, recently, the Retirement Secure Act was signed into law by President Trump, and this new change is one you're probably going to be happy with. Even so, there are many ways this new law may impact your retirement plans. So get prepared today by scheduling your complimentary review with Madrona Financial Services by calling 844-MADRONA at Madrona. Their goal is to help you create a custom plan built around your financial situation and unique goals for the future. They'll help show you how the new 2020 Secure Act and changing political landscape might impact your retirement outlook. Remember, while you may always be able to watch reruns of your favorite TV show, you don't always get a second chance at your retirement, no matter what happens in the future. The professionals at Madrona Financial Services are here to help. Call 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that website is madronafinancial.com.